White Sox, White Sox, go, 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 go. Call your sons, call your daughters. Holy cow. You can't put it on the board. Yes. Yes. It's a perfect game. Red Echo, Grand Slam. A White Sox winner and a world championship. Jimenez, he's your hero tonight. Thanks, Cubs. The dynamic duo of Herb Lawrence and Chris Tannehill. Those two are like a tag team, you know. Come with me to Southside of Chicago. Hi, this is Jim Tomey, and the best White Sox talk is on Locked On Sox Podcast with Tanny and Herb. Hello, and welcome back to Locked On Sox. My name is Herb Lawrence. You can follow me on Twitter. It is at Ecknerwall23. Chris Tanhill is at Chris Tanhill, and our show is at Locked On Sox. 312-566-8727 is the way you can reach us via the voice message or LockedOnSox at gmail.com. Without any further ado, it is Chris. Chris, how are you doing tonight? Uh, you know, doing okay. Uh, White Sox nine to nothing winners last night. Uh, I will forego the the Bill Walton because how we're going to start this program here. An odd night at the ballpark, but we are brought to you today by Spotify Green Room. Go and download the Spotify Green Room app and find one of our locked on rooms. And just real quick here, just a special thank you once again to Andrew Mason, Mason over at Bishi and uh, just being very hospitable to us last night. I had a great time. Uh, you know, it, it was nice. And apologies for not breaking down the game last night. That was one of the more satisfying, excuse me, the game two nights ago uh, with uh, the, the, where they bullpened it with Kopech and, and Kimbrell and Hendricks and Luis Robert going deep. That game was one of the more satisfying victories of the year, but uh, we were out uh, doing our thing for our 300th episode. So just many thanks again to Andrew over at Bishi, and I hope you guys get out there and try those beers because I was I had, I had a taste for one of those uh, El Jefe Geos. That was my favorite of the two, and that was just good stuff right there. And uh, a lot of positive feedback on that episode. A lot of people reaching out saying congratulations, uh, making it to 300. So uh, that was just a good time. I just want to get that out there last night. But that, I had a lot of fun doing that, even though my computer was being a real Richard when I got home. Like I posted that episode like at 12.05. So if there's mm. any people that are refreshing right at midnight and they're waiting five minutes, I apologize. And then don't even get me started on the video element of it. But it is on YouTube. Go and find it on YouTube, the Locked on Sox YouTube channel. It's up there for you if you want to see it in its entirety. Uh, and uh, we'd greatly appreciate that if you subscribe to that. We are a few subscribers away from giving out another prize pack. Every 100 subscribers, we give out a Locked On Sox prize pack, which um, which includes a T-shirt and a mug and maybe even some random crap that we have laying around here. We certainly have a surplus of bobbleheads here. I've got a couple TAs. We've got a Rodon bobblehead, so make that happen I've got my old... Uh Jose Abreu bobblehead that doesn't have a bat in his hand anymore. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we've got plenty of stuff here to throw at you, but you need to subscribe on YouTube. And also, give us a five-star rating on iTunes if you appreciate the show. That really helps us out in that regard. And we are going to give away another pair of Herb's tickets tonight. So stay tuned and how you can win Herb's tickets. Uh, same section again? Same section, 531, row 8. All right, really nice seats. It's going to be a big night at the ballpark tonight. I'll be down there. Uh, I think Shane Reardon's going. Mike Rankin's going. Uh, you know, he's filled in on the show here before. Uh, Sean so, Anderson, I think, yeah, is going Yeah, they're going too. together, right? Yeah, it's uh, they're con- contractually obligated to, to, be, to perform together. They've got to host this show together, <laughs> they, and they got to go to White Sox <laughs> games together. Absolutely. So that'll be a fun night at the ballpark. Uh, but just real quick here, you know, this is uh, one of the worst things I've ever seen happen on a baseball field mm. with what happened with Chris Bassett there. And, 
you've heard everyone already chime in. This is not a unique thought, but it's, you know, regardless of whether or not he's a good guy or not, and by all accounts, he certainly is. I did not know until last night when I, uh, someone circulated a story online about Chris Bassett donating all his old White Sox gear to the White Sox fans after he was traded from the White Sox to the A's. Um, so this has always been a down-to-earth guy. I remember wanting to hate him so bad after uh, he pitched that great gem of a game against the Sox in the in the ALDS last year, or the wild card round, I should say. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he was just so complimentary after the facts of the White Sox lineup, and you know he's just a really likable guy. And what happened to him in that first inning there, taking that line drive off the face, it, w- it was one of the worst things I've ever seen. Uh, at, at a ball game, and I, you know, I saw it way too many times on the replay. It was just ugly, ugly, ugly. And it, it, it not only do you worry about the guy's safety going forward, but you know, you just when we talk about everything that happened in this game, it was a direct reflection of what, of what happened in that moment in that game. I feel like because the A's just it, it totally, you know, uh, threw their bullpen into shambles. And yeah, the White Sox could have beat Bassett tonight, you know, on on their own, but. It just it's hard to talk about this game without thinking about that young man, and I don't know what you do about that, Herb. I don't know how you fix something like that. This game's been around for a long time, and that doesn't happen often. But you think about it every time. Even uh, Cortez in the first inning the other day in that Yankee series, you know, he he, yep. he catches a line drive and he gets in front of it. But you just think about it every time, and you know, it, it's a miracle it doesn't happen often. But I don't know what you do to fix that, or if you can fix that. I don't think you can fix that, and. Blame is weird because you're trying to execute the pitch the best to your ability. And so giving max effort and then not being in a proper pitching or catching position, defensive position after you throw the ball. I mean, it's a hundred mile per hour exit velocity. Yep, so it was. no matter if you're in a pitching or a defensive stance, it's still going to go up by your head really fast. It's going to go pop out right there. So you throw it, it's going to be right at your head. So, these guys are not thinking about that. Maybe in the back of their mind, they're thinking about it, but they're thinking about also executing their pitch and getting the guy out. So it's a fluke thing. And like you said, I'm surprised it doesn't happen more often and grateful it doesn't happen more often because I was just pretty much done with the game after that. Pretty much like, you know, it's a game, you know, it's for fun and this isn't serious. The guy's on the ground and just bleeding profusely. I don't know if it's eye, nose, facial fracture. Hopefully, it's just like a nose where it's just the nose is just gushing because it's broken and he can have a fruitful career from here on out. I hope it missed his eye or his, you know, his temple and all that stuff around the vital uh, parts of his brain there. But yeah, I was like, I want the White Sox to win, but also. That guy is a family man. He's a you know good enough guy. Even if he was a terrible guy, I still don't want him to get hit with a baseball right in his face. So, yeah, um, I was just like, Ooh, that's tough. That's really tough to go on thinking about this game and wanting the White Sox to win. And the A's played as such, understandably so. Yeah, it's, it's, it's hard not to expect that afterwards, but I, I don't know if you can – you know, uh, implement helmets for pitchers. It's such a tough spot there, trying to throw a helmet on a pitcher out there when they're when they're trying to do everything with their motion and their mechanics and you know their their balance. It's so much a part of it, and they've been pitching their whole lives without any type of protective equipment there. But I just I I don't know what to do, and I think the fact that we don't know still 
this game's been around for hundreds of years and we still don't know how to fix that. And, you know, the, the whole helmet thing for pitchers never really took off. There was some experimenting of it about four or five years back, but it never really stuck. Um, they do something in softball where they were kind of a catcher's cage in front of their faces. Yeah. For the younger players like the high schoolers or whoever chooses to do it in college. I don't know if major leaguers, like you said, they try to do the thick padded hats they had a couple years ago. It looked ridiculous and players did not wear it. I think I only saw like two or three players wear that. I mean, if you're worried about safety, we see major league baseball hitters with that guard around their chin and they got little visibility for their eyes when they're wearing a batting helmet, yeah. just because, you know, John Carlos Stanton got hit in the face. I think Aloy wears that. So does uh, Yohan. So they get the extra protection, whatever you need to do to feel comfortable and safe up on the field, especially pitchers, you're 60 feet, six inches away from a ball. That's going to hurt if it hits you anywhere on the face, on the body, especially the face. So let's talk about this game here a bit. Uh, as you know, it seems kind of silly at this point. The whole game was pretty silly. Um, you know, I, I think the the one cool thing we saw there was Mitch Moreland at the end of that game looking pretty mm. damn good. Sox killer through and through. <laughs> you know, at the dish and on the mound there, Mitch Moreland with a scoreless inning there uh, in the eighth for Oakland. But you, you go back and of course we start with the man on the mound as we always begin. Ronaldo tonight, man, five innings, one hit, two walks, four strikeouts. His season earn run average is at he's 108 is 1.08 for Ronaldo. Just a really, really another solid outing for Ronaldo Lopez. And every time I see him out there, I know we had uh, we had written him off. You know, we we did mm-hmm. not think he'd be back. And to me, you know, I'm not going to pre- act like I predicted this, but it's it's not such a a stretch for me to believe that this is happening because we've seen it before um, but just the fact that he's doing it is just so awesome and I don't know what it means for the big picture uh, but just to see the young man come back and and put together uh, you know be in the mix for a championship ball club here and contribute real innings here where the Sox are going through some stuff with the with the starting rotation and you're going to need stuff like this in the next few weeks and he contributes more you were hoping he just goes three you know, but he goes five innings there. Just what a night for Ronaldo, man. I just love watching that kid pitch right now. Keep proving me wrong, Raylo. He <laughs> is doing the job. With an 8-plus ERA in AAA, I was like, all right, this time to release the guy. So when he was brought up, if you guys remember, if you're listening to that show, I was like, why are they bringing this guy up? He sucks down there at AAA. I guess, you know, a reclamation project. He's already failed that. He can't even get AAA hitters out. Nothing could be farther from the truth. This man is dominant out there he's doing the thing feels like a different guy feels like maybe the results being positive he seems like he's more active he seems like he's more emotional on the mound he feels like he's a guy who's in control of his pitches with only two walks today and that's one thing i've noticed he's doing a lot more strikes he's not afraid for them to hit the ball that 97 plus fastball we've always said that he has great stuff he just has to believe in it, and it looks like he believes in the stuff that he is throwing out there. I think he could have gave you much more innings, but you know it was a blowout by then, so no need to extend him, given the, those uh, extra innings to Burr, who hasn't pitched in a minute, and Wright, who came in for his White Sox debut. It was a very, very impressive five innings you got from Raylo, and what he's done this year for the White Sox in the Major League Club, I, I am astonished, even more than what Carlos Rodon has done this year. I wrote him off and I've kept on writing him off. And 
If he keeps on proving me wrong, I'll come here and apologize every time. Raylo, <laughs> good job. Yeah, man, these are meaningful innings, although it may not seem like it. And a few moments in this ballgame that stuck out. He did have some help defensively. They, I think they turned four double plays uh, in total tonight. Uh, he's able to get those big double plays when he needed them. But that fourth inning, uh, Andrew Vaughn uh, robbing Mark Canna there uh, in, in right field. That was a hell of a play by Andrew Vaughn, who just keeps getting better and better both sides offensively and defensively can't say enough about him that sequence there also i believe it was the fourth the the where he hit olsen with the backdoor sliders um you know that's one of the tough matchups in that lineup matt olsen especially with you when you're a right-handed pitcher but he's, he's able to just paint the corner on the outside edge with those backdoor sliders to a really damn good hitter and he kept him off balance all night and then later on chapman he fools mm-hmm. him because that was the one i was thinking about like he he's he's going you know, slider heavy in the first time through the order, and then he's out thinking them the second time. You know, Chapman's waiting for the slider sequence, and then he's just pounding the zone with 97 plus mile per hour fastballs. Like, that's pitching with poise matters so much. Pitching with confidence, having a presence out there on the mound, it was so huge for Ronaldo last night. And that's what you want to see, man. Like, well, how often do we talk about guys like this where he's got the stuff? Just get out there and throw it, man. Work quickly. Work with poise. Have, have some emotion out there. And, you know, don't walk people. Like, above all, that's the most important thing. Uh, they talked about it during the pregame show, just how much his, his walks are down compared to what we had seen before. And that's a huge part of it. You can't breathe life into those offenses with, with the free pass, and he has not done that. And he's just been so damn good. And uh, I think maybe, you know, he, he can uh, stick around here for a little bit if not make some more spot starts, but pitch some meaningful innings when you're looking for uh, another bridge guy because you're trying to not overtax Michael Kopech here, but you're trying to still get him some work. Uh, so he doesn't, you know, get, get rusty. And even though they, they, you know, they, you know, Stoney says always they'll they'll rust away uh, before they they wear away. So you know you want to get him work, but you don't want to overwork these guys going down the stretch. So I think maybe he can have some uh, meaningful innings here for the rest of the way for the Sox. So just kudos to to Ronaldo uh, all the way around. It's uh, love to see. I'd love to see him pumping his, his fist, pumping the glove coming out after getting some big outs in that one. Just awesome, awesome stuff. Um, Ryan Burr comes out for two innings, and uh, and you know the the newly uh, acquired, the newly called up uh, Mike Wright, uh, I believe his name. Mike Wright is Mike, yes. right? Yes. <laughs> I was thinking. I almost said Danny. <laughs> I almost went Danny right there Ooh, for a second, school, uh, but I did not want to do that to the young no, man. No one wants to. <laughs> but he comes out there and he gets his first major league strikeout, uh, and the Sox shut out Oakland, uh, allowing only four hits on the evening. We'll and by th- the way, they allow two hits. That official score is very generous. That yeah. Yohan Moncada throw was an error, and so was that Tim Anderson ball he side-saddled. Yeah. So. Yeah, you'd think you'd get some home cooking in that regard, but no, it was like quite the opposite, you know. So uh, that's, that's how it goes sometimes. But a job well done. Uh, you know, again, you're, you're pitching to a pretty much a shell shock lineup after what happened to their teammate out there, but you still got to go out there and execute and uh, finish this game in a, in a timely manner, too, I, I might add. But we're going to take mm-hmm. a quick time out here, talk about the offense when we come back. That's next here on Locked on White Sox. Locked on White Sox is brought to you by Green Room. Green Room is the first social audio platform made for sports fans. The app is free to download, and once you're in, you can talk with me, other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time about your favorite team or sport. Herb and I will be hosting the Locked on White Sox room soon. Yes, you can finally join in on the conversation as you listen to us every day. 
Green Room is the perfect place to start or join conversations about the league. You'll find fans just like you on Green Room for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and of course, reacting to the big news or rumors. You'll have a chance to chat with us and may even have a chance to be featured on the Locked on White Sox podcast through our Green Room conversations. So go download the Green Room app now for free. Currently available on all iOS devices. Be sure to create a profile, link your Twitter, and join the MLB group for the latest league updates. I know you'll find a ton of incredible rooms around your favorite teams and sports. I can't wait to join you guys on the app. I'll be sure to let you know once the Lockdown White Sox squad is ready. Download the Green Room app today. Green Room, changing the way we talk sports. Betting on baseball doesn't have to be a guess a game if you listen to the new Lockdown Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow the Lockdown Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag wherever you get your podcast. So nine runs for the White Sox last night. They pound out 11 hits. You, you, you look up and down here, the, the, the lineup, and of course, uh, you, you of Jake Lamb. I mean, where else would you begin? You're the offensive star of the evening here. Uh, Jake Lamb with a three-run shot. You hit two three-run homers in the ball game, and you're probably going to be okay. And uh, as I'm just scrolling through the voicemails here to see who we have, hopefully Jake Lamb will, will check in with us in a bit. Maybe he's uh, celebrating after the game here. But I haven't it, seen him call yet. Yeah, um, so we'll, we'll hold out hope for that. But uh, a really nice night for the offense, and Jose Abreu stays red hot with his three-run shot. He's got seven home runs here in August, and it's it's true. It's damn true. <laughs> August is his best month. And we, we all said it going into the month, and here he is delivering. It's, it's amazing to watch him right now. He's awesome. And he should have been the American League Player of the Week last week. I mean, I think they gave the award to, I forgot who, but he had a bunch of RBIs. But Jose Abreu had a great week last week, and he's continuing this week. That home run he hit was a uh, high fly ball. I thought that, uh, I don't know if it was camp out there in left field who almost caught that ball. Uh, but, yeah, Jose Abreu is continuing in his August scorcher. And if he keeps this up, he'll be leading the White Sox to a better record and they got their 70th win tonight and maybe competing for the number one overall seed in the playoffs. Because I don't think you know the White Sox have anything to worry about with Detroit or Cleveland, of course. They're clear of those guys. You know, everybody's like, mm, fine. We remember that calm down but i want them to go and try to get the best record they can get because that that ales east you don't want to face one of those teams you know the the second place team if that's there or you don't want to have to face one of the teams out there in the west on the road give yourself this home field they have clinched the uh a winning record at home with their 41st win today at home so i would say Put yourself in the best position. Don't be the third team in the AL. So you have to play versus the second team on their terms. Get home field. Make sure you can battle versus if it's the second seed or if it's the first seed. So you can have no excuses when you go in the playoffs and have the premium um, spot in the playoffs. How about that? Uh, okay, that AL East is quite a thing right now. How about those surging Yankees, man? If they take two games from the Red Sox last night. Care from those jerks. I don't know who I hate more, <laughs> though, them or the Red Sox. They're both cocky 
jerks. Yeah, I don't know who scares me more uh, out of those two teams in the postseason. The Red Sox, like the Sox were a much different team than the last time they faced them. They're going to be here soon. Uh, but the Yankees just, you, you know, they're white hot right now. And with, with, the, with the power bats that they have, and hopefully, you know, for them, Rizzo will be back soon. And the Gallo thing is pretty scary. But, yeah, man, they are surging. It's not just the White Sox couldn't beat them. Now they're just, they're just you know, it's sometimes it's about who you play and, uh, and when you play them. So, you know, it's, it's one of those things. And then that crowd there in Tampa last night, oof, you see that, friends? Uh, they, got, they, they came out in, uh, in droves and supported their Rays last oh. night. I think they had about four or 5,000 people. Uh, down there in in Tampa, family Tampa, St. Pete, and uh, this is it was their lowest attendance um, since COVID protocols, and uh, their their second lowest uh, was on Monday. <laughs> I mean, so I they can keep understand records. because that state's not doing too well with COVID. So yeah, maybe some of their fans are coming down with the things. That Florida's a different place. Man. Well, I, I, you look at it two ways. Like either they're they're just living life and they don't really care, um, or maybe they're starting to see, oh, uh, this is problematic here. You know, maybe that's a and good. That's an indoor facility too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so you know, who knows? So what that's going to look like if there's if there's any type of home field advantage for them to be playing for it may not matter uh, in the big picture if you're going to have crowds like that. Um, but yeah, that was just an interesting thing I saw there. Uh, but more about the Sox offense continues to impress for for a second straight night here, and I really love the approach. You know, before that unfortunate thing that happened with with Bassett, there was some really good at bats going down in, in that inning. You know, you had all these guys going the opposite way, Eloy, Yoan going the opposite way, and Goodwin. You know, he gets you know the the hit up the middle there, mm. and you know, but these guys are doing the right thing with the bat, and then Vaughn. With the two strike hitting, choking up there, him going the opposite field. Like this is just this is good stuff right here. And you you, you you get the best of both worlds here. You get the two three run homers, but also you get the at bats to set those up. That's when you're living in perfect harmony here as a major league offense. And it's pretty encouraging to see because I started to worry for a bit when you see these home runs coming in in in, in, in barrages for the White Sox, and then when you need them to put some runs together, they they come up short. But this is a good balance right here and if they can continue this they're going to be tough to beat going forward real short and quick with those at bats they did the job tonight four for seven with uh, runners in scoring position i know that was a bugaboo of the of theirs early in the season everybody in the lineup who played today got to hit sands your guy zach collins but he did get on base how zach collins gets on base <laughs> mitch via Moreland, the walk mitch, twice mitch Moreland struck him out though Ooh, that was filthy <laughs> I mean, he missed the pitch by a foot. I think it was like an 85 mile per hour fastball. And Zach's been Zach's been coming around a bit. He's got some good at bats recently. He had that big hit on the in the ninth inning on Sunday. You know, uh, to put the Sox back on the board and almost you know get them in a, in a position where they can catch up. He's had some. He's, his at bats are getting better. Uh, but yeah, sometimes you know it, it's a bad look out there. But yeah, man, I'm just uh, I'm enjoying watching them right now. It's a fun offense when they're clicking and and Eloy is just totally feeling himself out there you saw him pregame in the dugout dancing around and then like during that pop-up there i think it was in the first inning where he tried to like he just gave it the little it was like a little halfway basket catch like chest yeah. high i'm like nah man that that ain't it man i don't care what you want to say about a guy feeling good out there miss me with eloy doing a chest high basket catch okay i don't know do that. <laughs> i 
don't need that, man. He's like, <laughs> I've, he's like, I've, I've, uh, I've mastered left field now, guys. You know, I, that's not me. I'm not just catch the ball guy. I'm not that guy. But with certain guys, I am that guy. You know what I mean? Like, I enjoy Ricky Henderson going out there and snatching it out of the air. Hawk Harrelson, you know, just going out there and putting the hand up and wait for the ball to just pop in it. You know, but the Eloy thing where you're catching it chest high, no, nah, man. That's you know, I guess if he's not leaving his feet, it's it, it's all well and good for me. But uh, a, a nice night for the Sox offensively. And if there's anything else you have on your notepad here, we're going to move on and give away some tickets here. Huh? What do you say? I have nothing else. It's just a good to have a victory like that. I guess good, good team. A's team, too. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, White Sox don't be good teams. That narrative, you know, and for the most part, that is true. They're under 500 versus teams over 500. But this A's team came in good. And whatever you said, just like you said about the Chris Bassett, and if he stays in the game, I think we still get a couple hits. That inning right there shows you that they had a good plan in that second inning to get uh, solid knocks and get on base versus him. So it's good to have uh, a, a good competitive game where you beat a team that is just as good as you are, if not better. All right, we'll take a quick timeout and we'll find out. You guys will find out how you can win tickets to tonight's Sox game. Sit in Herb Lawrence's seats. That's next here on Locked on White Sox. This episode of Locked on White Sox is brought to you by Bet Online. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. You get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all of your UFC MMA action. You guys know me. I've talked about this many times before. I love going to bet online and checking out some of the futures bets they have, but not just for sports. The Emmys are coming up in September, just about a month away here, and you can place a bet on who's going to win best comedy series. Right now, Ted Lasso is your favorite in minus 1500. Other shows on here. Man, I really haven't seen a lot of these shows. I've heard a lot of great things about Hacks. I'm going to be checking the head out. But you can place a bet on whatever your favorite show is, Cobra Kai. If you got some Dark Horse picks here like Emily in Paris at plus 3,300, you can place your bet at Bet Online. What about Best Drama Series? The Crown, odds-on favorite at minus 1,200. How about The Handmaid's Tale, Bridgerton, Mandalorian, Lovecraft Country, This Is Us. These are all things you could bet on for the 2021 Emmys. And yes, if you're asking, you can still bet on who's going to be the first celebrity abducted by aliens. <laughs> right now, Elon Musk is actually the odds on favorite at plus 1400. Donald Trump coming in at plus 1600 and Joe Rogan also at plus 1600. So you can place your bet there for who will be first to be abducted by aliens at bet online. Great stuff going on there. So before the first pitch or whatever it is you're going to bet on, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or your mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore, folks. This is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the postseason. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. And don't forget our promo code. Locked on at Bet Online. This episode of Locked On White Sox is brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar, it's the best tasting protein bar ever. Little health and fitness update here. I am down 24 pounds. I'm so close to hitting that 25 pound mark, and it's all thanks to Built Bar. Well, not all of it, but without Built Bars, how would I ever be able to have delicious, healthy snacks that prevent me from falling off and having stuff like cookies and cake stuff that's bad for you loaded with sugar but with built bar i have a healthy option here i even take them on vacation they're so great and they've got a new flavor out now 
Rocky Road. It's got marshmallow and almond. They're on BuiltBar.com now, but you got to act fast. Sign up for the email and text alerts like I did so you don't miss these new flavors when they drop. And right now, if you go to BuiltBar.com, they've got some great flavors up there. Along with Rocky Road, you've got orange, strawberry, coconut, mint brownie, salted caramel, raspberry, double chocolate, cookies and cream, and even cherry barcia. All great flavors. I was able to snatch up German chocolate with my last order. I still got a few of those left. I'm kind of hoarding them, but they're one of my favorites as well. And Built Bars, as you know, always packed with protein, 17 grams of protein in most, and only 130 to 180 calories, depending on the bar you get. But best of all, only four and a half grams of sugar. How amazing is that? It's all the great taste, but without the guilt. And right now, if you go to BuiltBar.com, you can get yourself a free gift. And right now, when you go to Built.com, you can use our promo code LOCKED15, and that's going to get you 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. All right, so congratulations to our winner from Monday night's game who got a chance to sit in Herb's seats, and uh, I'm sure uh, it, was a, it was a good time had there. It was certainly, His name was uh, Eric. I didn't get his last name. Yeah, that's it. Just the first name. Just one name, Eric. Um, and like that was uh, yeah, Madonna, <laughs> Eric. <laughs> yes, exactly. That was a hell of a game right there for for Eric to to watch. But now and to- he sent us a picture. He said he took his grandfather. Well, he sent me a DM and said he took his grandfather to the game for the first time. That's so, beautiful. That's I love that. That's awesome. 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 Uh, it's, you know, that's it, great. We we like to create memories here, and we're we're happy to to do it on Herb's dime. So what's uh, I mean, you know, I saw you had uh, you had Ziggy uh, neutered there, huh? Or poor yeah. Ziggy's is uh, you know. Uh, ailing down there beneath you. No more nuts. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, uh, this, uh, you know, how's, how's, the, how's the little guy doing there after you, after you just clipped his nuts off? As I look, I'm in the background because, uh, Courtney went to sleep early. So I got to watch him out here. He's just tired. He's laying down. Yeah. He's been like kind of depressed the whole day. He doesn't know that his nuts are gone, but he knows that something's off. I think it's because that collar, usually you have that big E collar. I forgot what it's called. The Elizabeth. The biggie, yes. co- the biggie collar? Is it, no, the, oh, the big E biggie collar. Biggie bagel, oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, yeah, so he had that big one that you see, the comically huge one first, and then we got this inflatable one, and he has that on, and he's kind of depressed. And when we take him out, we take that off and put his uh, regular harness on. So we went outside. He was like, you know, got his tongue out. He's happy. He's like, fine, I got that blue thing off. And then we come back in the house. He's like, fuck, I hate everything. Sorry, <laughs> take that. But, they will um, slip. Yeah, they slip. He's got table. 10 more days minimum of that oh the 10 day doggy il yeah yeah so 10 to 14 days i guess those things the sutures uh wear off or they get into his body whatever they don't have to take him out so he just can't be licking his stuff down there because he loves it he loves to lick his stuff all right so don't we all yeah i mean if, if you're blessed enough to be able to do that uh it's a it's a hell of a uh, a night to be out of the ballpark it's supposed to be a clear forecast 7 10 first pitch Mercy. Lance Lynn, the big bastards on the bump for the Sox, ten and three with a two two six against Cole Irvin as a lefty, eight and eleven with a three five two. So you know you'll have Luis Robert if you if you haven't been out to the ballpark yet this year, you'll get to see Lou Bob out there for the first time in a while. And that's a you know by the way, a news item here: Yasmani Grandal is going to begin his rehab start at Charlotte. He began that uh, sent there last night, so he'll be back soon. But you'll have your chance here to sit in Herb seats, and we'll tell you how to do that. And I I'm gonna throw out the trivia question here this evening okay first person to dm herb 
at Ecknerwall23 on Twitter. First person to DM Herb on Twitter. After hearing this question and answering it correctly, you will win two tickets to sit in Herb's seats, which once again are what section? 531, row 8. Beautiful. They're 1 and 2. Beautiful seats there. Don't sleep on those views up there in the upper tank right behind home plate. An outstanding view on a summer night of Chicago. You know, you're you're above the net there, so you have a nice clear sight line. Uh, love those seats up there. Very sneaky, sneaky good seats up there. And uh, they're Herb seats, so you can tell your buddies that you sat in Herb seats. Um, so Keep it warm, sir. Exactly. So oh, ma'am. we were talking about the Red Sox earlier. This Boston pitcher, on this day, as we record this, we record this August 17th, August 17th, 1904, this Boston pitcher no-hit the White Sox. That White Sox team featured his brother, so he no-hits his brother's team on this day, August 17th, 1904. Name the pitcher, send it to Herb's Twitter, at Ecknerwall23. The first correct response gets a ticket to tonight's Sox game. Good luck. I believe that's all I got. Uh, tomorrow we'll uh, try and recap that. I would not imagine uh, that I'll be sticking around for that entire game tonight because daughter's got summer camp all day i'm sure she just wants to go to the game to get dippin dots and some beggars pizza so i'm sure we're going to be leaving a seventh or eighth inning beat the traffic and probably get back here in my in my chair to do a recap so we'll we'll talk about that that's tomorrow's show so uh, that's all i got today herb at chris Tannehill is the way you can follow him me ecknerwall 23 remember send it there the dms are open always at locked on socks mm. for following on twitter instagram and YouTube, go in there, go there and subscribe. As Tanny said, we'll be giving away a prize pack soon. And Bishi Beer, Bishi Beer is open today. It's Wednesday. They're back open. It is. You can be one of the first. Five to, o'clock, right? Yeah, I believe so. You can be one of the first listeners to sample the Hard Carl or the uh, El Jefe Geo. So, and just like you, I would say I like them both, but El Jefe Geo was more up my beer alley. Yeah, I had that after we did the uh, taping too. I had to uh, slug one of those down real quick. <laughs> Absolutely. So, uh, locked on socks at gmail dot com, locked on socks Twitter, Instagram, all that good stuff. Three one two five six six eight seven two seven three one two five six six eight seven two seven. DM Herb with the correct answer. Twitter dot com slash Ecknerwall twenty three for Herb's Twitter. So that's it. That's all I got. We'll uh, see you at the ballpark. At least I will. I'll see you guys at the ballpark tonight. So that's all I got. Thanks, guys. That's Chris. My name is Herb. Thank you for listening to Locked On Socks.